0: So I'm super stoked about today's episode. It's actually the second interview that I've done in a string of interviews that I'm going to be releasing to you guys. And this is with the amazing Melissa Collins. So in the show notes, you're going to find how you can connect with her on social media. This is someone that lives with no excuses and really didn't understand exactly the power of residual income and network marketing until it kind of hit her in the face. And you're going to hear that in her story today. So I hope you guys enjoy. Welcome to the Network Marketing Made Simple podcast. I am Scott Aaron, and each and every week, I am going to come to you with simple, short, and powerful tactics and tips on what you can do each day, each week, each month, and each year to grow your network marketing business, income, and team. And just remember, network marketing is not easy, but it can be made easy with simple steps to bring you the success that you truly deserve. Welcome to episode 58 of the Network Marketing Made Simple podcast. If you're a new listener, welcome, and if you are a returning listener, welcome back. And as always, before we get into today's amazing podcast, if you are a new network marketer or even a seasoned network marketer and you have spent most or all of your time building your business through Facebook and Instagram and you don't yet know how to optimize and monetize LinkedIn for your business then head over to my website, www.scottarron.net. Schedule a free 15-minute discovery call with me where I can learn more about you, your business, where your struggles are, and how we could potentially work together. So... In today's incredible episode, this is a, another interview with another amazing business builder. And as you heard in the pre-show bio, Melissa Collins is someone who has become a very close friend of mine. This is I, I. What I love about Melissa is she is no BS. She tells it exactly how it is. She does not run an adult daycare center because she actually has daycare centers for children, not adults but that's a a whole other conversation. So again, the point of this interview is to interview all of these top leaders that have all found different ways and methodologies to create the income and create the life that they've truly wanted to create for themselves, their families, and their legacies. So instead of me do the talking, I'm going to do the listening. So Melissa Collins, welcome to today's episode.
1: Absolutely. So I'm going to turn
0: it to you. So for the listeners that are new to this podcast, or my returning listeners that aren't familiar with Melissa Collins, who are you, and how did you get into network marketing? Oh boy, how much take time whatever time you you <laughs> could you could do the the, <laughs> the abridged version or just go all in. The time is yours. <laughs>
1: okay, so um, I am a self-described serial entrepreneur. I know you've heard me say that over and over again. Um, I for the majority of my life have either owned my own businesses, run my own businesses, built them from scratch. I've owned a lot of brick and mortar businesses. And so about four years ago now, three and a half years ago, uh, I actually just needed to lose some weight. That's really how I got into network marketing. It was a product. And I think that's a pretty similar story. I hear uh, with a lot of network marketers, they start with a product, fell in love with the product, had zero interest in the business, zero, nothing was incredibly resistant, did nothing with it for a year for a very long time. I didn't even tell anybody what I was using because I had this weird thing about, I just want to be one of those people that was capable of making my body look like this all by myself. Um, I am not one of those people. And, uh, and then, you know, I had shared with just a few people, you know, my mom, my sister, people that are very close to me that, that wanted the same thing I had, um, I share a health and wellness product and I was the worst health coach on the planet. It kind of went like this. Oh, you want this stuff? Great. Give me a credit card. I think I know how to do it. You'll get a box and there's like instructions <laughs> in it. It's basically how my business started. And it went that way for about six months. Oh, you want this stuff? Yeah. It's really great. Um, you know, I'll just pick some flavors for you. They'll show up and if you have a problem, call the company. Cause I'm not doing this business. Um, I did that for a long time. And sort of organically shared. I had very visible results. So you, anyone in my life that knew me, that saw me, it was obvious something had happened. And so without trying, I built a little team mm. and was making money. Um, I always tell people I was taking that money. It was uh, Without trying, I was making a couple hundred bucks a week, two, three, sometimes $400 a week. Not really even understanding why I was making that money. Um, I was taking it out with a little ATM card. And I love uh, to play Texas Hold'em mm-hmm. Poker. So it was the best thing that ever happened to me. I was like, I get two free buys a week. I don't know really where oh, this money is so coming great. from, but I now have like the body I want. I have free <laughs> poker. What else does somebody need? That's awesome. Really? That's so that's, that's what I was doing. And then um, my sister, she's not my biological sister, a very close friend, I consider her a sister, was building the business underneath me. My, my upline had reached down to her and she was building, which is why I was making money um, without doing anything. And she said, listen, I want to go to Las Vegas. I want to go to this convention. And I want you to go because you get a free hotel room. Back to the poker problem. Um, And she said, uh, I said, well, you know, it's it's really not difficult to convince me to go to Las Vegas. Scott, you ever want to hang out with me? Just call me up and say you want to go to Vegas. Perfect. there tomorrow. It's not a difficult sell. So I went to Vegas with the intention of never going to one of those meetings. Ever. Like, I had seen my views on network marketing. I had seen those people those people at those meetings high-fiving and hugging and and all of that stuff and I don't high five I'm not good at it I don't like to hug like I'm just not I just didn't think I was those people anyway long story short I get dragged to the meeting Um, and for the first time ever I thought well maybe I should figure out where this money is coming from because I am using it it is actual money Um, and so I should I should probably figure it out and at that meeting something changed in me. Um, I saw the potential. I, I, you know, I may be a little daft, but do, and always have been able to acknowledge and recognize an opportunity Mm -hmm. when I see one. And so I left that with a, with a tiny little glimmer of hope that like, maybe this actually could work. I did nothing. I put no effort in and I'm making money. What would happen if I put 10% Mm -hmm. effort in? That was day one of the meeting. Day two, I was like, well, what would happen if I put 20% effort in? (laughs) So by day three of the meeting, I left and I'm like, I'm going to put 80% effort in and just see what happens. So I did, I came home and I said to uh, my fiance at the time, my wife now, I'm going to replace your salary. I hate (laughs) your boss. I just don't like her. Um, And I don't like that she tells me when we can travel. So she laughed at me like a lot (laughs) and said, okay, okay. I mean, she's always been supportive, but she thought that was funny. She was like, that's great. Let me know when it happens. Give me a call. So uh, that was August of 2017. Stacey quit her job in October of 2017. I didn't give it 80%. I gave it about 180 because I really wanted her to leave her job. Um, And it's been that that alone, forget about all the other things that came after that. That alone has been a huge gift in our lives. I mean, we spend every day Mm -hmm. together. We do whatever we want when we want, with who we want, like how we want. It's, and I, 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 that sounds so cliche coming out of my mouth. And if I had heard that, and I did hear that four years ago from somebody, I would have thought that was cliche and silly, but now that I live it, it's, it's so real. And it's so, such a gift in my life. You know, I'm not, I, I don't miss anything
0: ever. It's, it's real. And, and that's what, so. so it's funny that you say that I, I shared this on another podcast and another uh, an interview that I actually did yesterday on another podcast. And it's so funny because I, I remember I was prospecting someone on LinkedIn a couple of years ago and they were a chiropractor and I was going through my normal spiel, you know, just connecting with them and we were sharing stories and, you know, I, I offered them the opportunity to join my network marketing team. And they said to me, they're like, Scott, isn't network marketing illegal? And I and I said and I I said what do you so what do you mean illegal? Well, aren't they like they're Ponzi schemes and and pyramids like like Enron, right? And I'm like I'm like if they are, none of these companies would exist. <laughs> like, have you ever heard of Tupperware? Right. Have you ever heard of Avon? Have you heard of ever heard of Cutco? And she's like, yeah. I'm like. Those are all network marketing companies. And I said, who's told you that network marketing is illegal? And she was like, some of my friends. And I'm like, oh, so you have some friends that do network marketing. And she's like, no, they just heard it was. I said, so (laughs) let me ask you this. You're more willing to believe friends of yours that have never done network marketing, that it's illegal instead of talking to someone within your industry in the wellness profession, that's made multiple six figures in their career. And she goes, that's a good point. She, 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 ended up quote unquote, having to think about it, but you know, but you're right. Like everyone has that story. I remember going to my first event and it was in Arizona in 2013. And I had, <laughs> I don't know if I ever shared this with you, but, just like you, like, uh, you know, cause I wanted to replace my income really, really bad. I said, yes, May 15th. So o- almost six years ago. And the crazy thing was it took me about three weeks to enroll my first person because I was, I remember being on the phone with people for literally an hour trying to convince them to, to, to jump in. Like, I mean, <laughs> and this was before I knew the, the value of getting a headset for your phone. So I was literally, I had my phone pressed against my ear for hours a day and my earlobes were sore. That's how, that's how long (laughs) I was talking to these people. And so here's how crazy it is. So once I closed my first sale, you know, what, like, it's like, what, once you get that first taste, I'm like, I'm like, I could totally Mm. do this. And so believe it or not, between June 10th and September 30th, I enrolled 128 people. My my best month, I enrolled 48 people in 30 days. So I went out to this event in Arizona and Susan Sly, who you and I both know, uh, she comes up to me and she goes, are you Scott Aaron? And like, literally, I'm like, yeah. And she goes, we need to talk. And. (laughs) <laughs> so we went up myself and my enrolling sponsor and my biggest builder at the time, we went up to her suite and she sat down and she goes, how did you enroll 128 people in 90 days? I said, I just talked to people. And I remember going to this luncheon where I was invited to where they were doing the top enrollers. And so they got to the point where they were announcing the top enrollers in the room. So they were like just this, side or the other. And Susan jumps up and she goes, no, 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 no. Go over the numbers. So Max Larson, who was before he left for Australia, he was still in the U.S. with us. He goes, for all the people that enrolled 10 people in a month, stand up. And everyone stood up because the luncheon was for people that enrolled 10 people in a month. And then he said, for all the people that enrolled 20, stand up. And a bunch of people sat down. 30, a bunch more sat down. And then he goes, 35. And there was a room of about 200 people. And there was only three people standing myself, my number one builder, and JJ Bearden. And then Max said, 40 people? And everyone sat down except for me. <laughs> and I remember him running over and he gave me the phone. He, he goes, How did you enroll? And he goes, How many people did you enroll? I said, 48. And like, I remember Eric Coover was like gasping. He's like, 48 people? And they I remember it was the first time that I've ever had a like a microphone in my face. And they said, How did you enroll how did you enroll 48 people? And I said, Well, it's really easy when you love something, because because there's no mm-hmm. selling involved when you can speak proudly about how something has benefited you. And you know, the room started clapping, and and, and it's the truth. And and people think there's this big misnomer about network marketing that you know, you have to be salesy and you're walking down the street with a trench coat with products in it. And you're like, hey, you want some? Hey, you want some? <laughs> like that's, it's not what it's about. Like it, you get paid to connect with people. That's that's what it is. The more people that you can connect with and build a relationship with, the better business you're going to have. So this leads me to my next question. So even though, you know, I mean, wonderful story because this kind of fell into your lap, but when you decided to go all in to replace you know, your wife's income first, so you can bring her home with you. What was the biggest challenge Mm -hmm. that you faced when you went all in?
1: My own self, my own mindset. And and it's taken me, we're on almost at year four here. And I'm just acknowledging and realizing what that was. I just, I would say like last month, I just sort of Mm -hmm. figured it out. It was this, lack of willingness or this feeling that I was going to have a, a temporary fall from grace or a temporary lack of social uh, I, I don't know what the right word is. It's like this, you're, you, you feel like you're going to be one of those people. People say that a lot. Or, like, I don't want people I've been a professional my whole life. I've, I've been, you know in, in the corporate world, I've owned big businesses, people look up to me, I've been a leader in my community I've, you know, I've, I've run for a public office I, I'm like, I'm going to sell shit on my <laughs> There's that, there was that, it was like, there was that thing, like, I, and so it was, it was, and that, and that really does happen. It's an actual real thing, right? There is this sort of temporary moment where friends, people close to my life said to me, what the hell are you doing? What are you actually, right. what is going on? Like, you're, this is weird. And that happens to everybody. And here's the thing. People either get through it and find success mm. or they don't. There is no in-between. People either allow what those people say to them to knock them down and ruin their dreams or they don't. And what happened to me was uh, in, so Stacey quit in October, we went on a uh, European cruise. A week before we went, I I had talked to who um, basically said that to me. She's a very close friend, uh, close enough I consider her family. And she said, what are you doing? People are gonna think you're just so, like, this is ridiculous. How stupid. Nobody makes money at that. I mean, you're just like ruining your reputation. She took all of those little voices in the back of my head, which don't talk real loud because I'm a pretty confident woman, but she just brought them right out. And I, it mm. took me to a dead stop for a full week. Dead stop. Full stop. Not doing this. Stop doing everything. And then we leave on this vacation. And we're on this great um, cruise. W- paid for, by the way, by my income from this company that, that she said this about. So Stacey and I were engaged at the time and we ended up in, um, in France, in, in cons France. And we wanted to get, um, our engagement rings, um, from Cartier. We wanted the Cartier love ring. So I said, actually, it's cheaper to buy it in France because we don't <laughs> pay that. <laughs> right. So let's go do that. Let's buy. then we could say we bought our rings, like in the most expensive shopping district in the world. It was super exciting. I don't know if you've ever been mm. there. It's, it, it's gorgeous. Um, So we walk down, we get our rings and then we go to this beautiful beach club. We're sitting there and this guy is bringing us fruit and mimosas and I've got my Cartier bag and I'm like, i I had this moment on the French Riviera where I was like, I looked at my wife and I said, all of this was paid for by, by this business. Uh, and that person that said that to me is at home in her shitty job broke. And not really happy. I just decided, like, I don't care what she. Th- yeah Because I'm a- eating- <laughs> Like not having to ask anybody where I need to be, not even having to work and having a paycheck yeah. come in, why do I care what she thinks? I don't. And so ever since that moment, that was like my, my big aha moment, ever since that moment, I just... And I love that that moment is attached to my wedding day all the time. Mm -hmm. It's on my hand. And it reminds me constantly that I actually, and I really am bulletproof at this point. You could say almost anything to me. I just do not care what anybody thinks. Like we have an incredible life. Our son was just accepted to a boarding school, high school that he wants to go to in New Hampshire. We live in Connecticut. And I have the option now, and I am, selling our house so that we can live closer to him. And nothing else is going to change in my life. I can work from wherever I am. And, and we didn't have to ask a boss. We don't have to confer with anybody. There's, all we have to do is figure out how to sell this house. <laughs> Someone needs to come by right. the house and we're out of here. So hoping for that. So if anybody needs a house in Connecticut, <laughs> I got you covered. Um, it's really great. But uh, yeah, so that, those things are the reasons why Like, I just... They, you always hear these little quotes. Don't take advice yep. from broken, happy people. That's really oh important God, yeah. information that you should say to yourself over... Over and over again, when someone says something mean to you and you're like, and it cuts you to the gut, take a step back and really look at their life because healthy, happy, good people don't say things to hurt others. There's something wrong with them that they would say something mean to you. There's something wrong with them. It's not you.
0: And and I love that that because, you know, Les Brown talks about all the time that other people's thoughts and opinions of you do not have to become your reality. And that's so true. And I, it, it reminds me of a story. I remember when I first started uh, with my network marketing opportunity and me, like, I'm still friends with my grade school friends. I I post about it all the time. We're, We're all celebrating our 40th birthdays this year. We've all been friends since we were five years old. Like literally we've been friends for 35 years. And I remember this was about six years ago. I had just started network marketing and, you know, we were, I was posting and all the stuff that people do. And we went out to this favorite restaurant of ours, and I was sitting with like five or six of my friends. And like normal conversation, and my one buddy turns to me and he goes, dude, what the hell are you doing on social media? And I said, what do you mean? He goes, you're posting about all these shakes and these cleanses and these before and afters. Like, what are you doing? And I told him what I was doing. And then my one buddy said to me, why don't you just start your own supplement company? Why do you need to partner with a company that already exists? And I'm like, (laughs) I I, I don't know. I, I, it seems like a good idea. And then they're like, well, what's the compensation? Like, literally they were like, it was like rapid fire questions and I couldn't answer any of it. And I literally, I literally (laughs) like stood up, I dropped a $20 bill and I walked out. And I remember getting back in my car and I started crying. Because the people that I wanted to support me the most and mm. be so excited and happy for me were the people that were pushing the hardest against me doing it.
1: Always that way, Scott. Always that way in the beginning. And, you know, my dad. My dad was like, what are you doing? This is ridiculous. Like, he was really rough on me in the beginning. And my dad is a super. Yeah. I am the best dad. Yeah. He's awesome. And he just didn't understand. And that's okay. And I, and, and it didn't really bother me that he wasn't mean to me. He was just like, you know, like it's one of those things. And are you sure? But now, and when I share my victories with him, he he's like super proud of me. So it, it just, people don't know what they don't know. And it's so valuable to learn the skill of just giving them some grace and just feeling empathy for them. Because frankly, I'm just, I, I just, and this is going to sound real. I don't know if it's going to sound awful or conceited or what, but like I feel empathy for you because I have an incredible life and I love every single day and every day I watch you post on Facebook that you, you're tired, you worked 80 hours, you didn't see your kids, you missed a game. I, you can't tell me that, you can't say anything bad about my network marketing company when you're posting these yeah. things. I'm sorry. That's my definition of crazy. I mean, you're working 40 50 60 80 hours a week you're still broke you can't make a 300 hundred dollar decision and you can't even make it to your kid's game i just can't I take your advice and,
0: and that's, but but <laughs> i think what people need to understand that are hearing this obviously they're hearing two great stories right here so if you're listening to this you're not alone you know your family and your friends will reject this opportunity but but just when you mm. realize that it's normal and it's okay you have to keep going like you know I, and i talk about this on social mm-hmm. media all the time that there are millions upon millions of ways of how to succeed and there's only one way to fail and that's to quit and if you don't quit you're going to find a way of how to succeed so you know kudos to you for for you know continue to to keep going no matter what and i think you know that's that's what this is all about it's being resourceful it's being resilient and you know it's it's never stopping in what you're looking to achieve which brings me to my next question so when, when you do have someone that wants to build, so you know, I say, Melissa, okay, let's do this, let's run. What's your, your typical onboarding process with your team as far as setting that person up for success? So what, what can one expect when they're starting to build this business?
1: Yeah. On my team with me? So uh, we have, so here's what I, uh, what I learned about network marketing that I extrapolated from all my years of brick and mortar. When I came into network marketing, I felt very confused, right? I'm a hard worker, Scott. I am a hard worker. I have done things and worked hundreds and hundreds of hours a week to build stuff. If I really want something, Mm -hmm. I am going to do it. If it kills me, it's just who I am. So when I decided to go all in with this, I was like up Monday morning at 5.00 AM in my office. I'm like, all right, what do I do? (laughs) (laughs) I like, I'm here. I'm ready to work. I'm willing to work 20 hours a day. What do I do? And it, there was not a clear path. So I listened to podcasts. I watched trainings. I did all the things. And it was like, it just wasn't clear enough for me. And so I've designed a program called project freedom. And I, on my team, I run that every three months. So when someone's, it's a very intensive, because I feel like there needs to be a three month training program. That's what it takes and it's a very intensive training. People sign up for it. There's a bunch of requirements. Like you have to be signed up for an event. You have to stay at a minimum order. You have to commit to this for three months. You have to make it to our meetings. And I, like you said in the beginning, like I'm not a, I don't, uh, I don't baby people. So you commit to show up to the meetings. If you don't show up, you're out Bye. Build on your own. Like I am, I, come on. It, we're, we're, if we're running together, then we're running together. I show up sick. I show up when my hair messy. I show up when I, you know, I show up. So and that's the biggest thing in network marketing, I think, mm. is the ability to show up because sometimes you don't want to show up. Right. I had a meeting last night. I did not. I had the longest day yesterday. So I was exhausted. I did not want to show up. I put my <laughs> clothes on, make myself feel better, made a cup of tea and yeah. I showed up anyway. Um, and so that's what we do. So we have this we, we have sort, sort of two different programs. We have run to manager and we have Project Freedom. Project Freedom is for people who come on and they say, I want to replace my income. I want to do this thing. I want to run with it. We put put them into Project Freedom, and they they get a checklist, they get a training, and they get they get I don't want to say babied, but they get intense attention yep. from me in their first three months. Um, and frankly, if you're a network marketer listening to this and you have you have builders, I it, it took me a long time to get to this point. But if you want my attention, like I'm busy, okay. I run another business. I have a kid. I've got a wife. I've got a big team. I'm busy. If you want my attention. You need, to, you need to show that through actions. Like people don't get, you, you just don't get on the phone with me automatically because you're in my downline. I'm sorry, but you'll have to call someone else if you're not actually willing to do the work. I work yeah, with I people tell- that want to work and I don't drag people along. I just, I'm so, I, I just got done with that about six months ago and I finally committed to myself. If you can't show up for me, then I'm not showing yeah, up for I, you. I I'm always sorry. say
0: that, you know, actions always speak louder than words. So don't tell me show me how serious you are. And then obviously that person will get your time. That's, that's wonderful. So a couple of right. questions before we're done. Number one, what would be your number one tip to share with someone if they want to start building? So maybe they don't have an upline, they don't have a downline. It's just them, you know, they're, they're a, you know, they're an orphan and, we, and you hear this all the time. What mm-hmm. advice would you give that person if they want to start building their business? Okay.
1: So three things. First thing, and, and I think the most important thing, understand your comp plan. You have to understand your comp plan. If you're going to run with this business and you want to make six figures, you need to be able to tell other people how you're going to make that. But very simply on a piece of paper, I have a meeting in a half hour. I'm going to meet with somebody who said that to me within the first five minutes. I'm going to explain to her exactly what she has to do to get to hundred thousand dollars because I mm. know it like the back of my hand, my 14 year old, can tell you how to get to $100,000 with our company. So I always tell people until you can explain it in a way that a 10 year old can understand and repeat back to you, you don't have it yet. You have to be able to quickly and concisely convey how people are going to make a real salary. Because the only way we make money in network marketing is by recruiting people who want to build. We don't need We don't need product users. So the most important thing is to understand the business watch your compensation plan videos over and over and over again until you get them. And, 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 and not for nothing, some compensations, they're not all the same, okay? They're not, all, they're not all the same. And some of them are, in my opinion, very difficult to get to six figures. I spoke to someone the other day who said she's been with her company for 13 years. And I said, oh, so are you a six-figure earner? She said, no, not yet. I said, how many six-figure earners does your company have? She what? said four. <laughs> I was like, Wrong company. I'm sorry what what did you say she said four i said that doesn't bother you i it was wow. I, I was like i was blown away by that i was like okay girl you got to come yeah, over here right yeah. now like i don't normally try and flip network marketers i find that tacky but that was like wow, wow what are Jeez. you doing um i mean trudy maple's story she was with her co- previous company for i think it's 19 years she made the most she ever made was $68,000 something like that she, she made 68,000 in a month our company Yeah, she came come over to our company and she made a million dollars in 24 months. So so compensation plans aren't the same. Don't let any company brainwash you. Actually learn your compensation plan. Make sure the work you're going to put in is worth it. Um, And then if you don't have an upline, so I don't really work very closely with mine. And I like them. They're nice. But um, find a sideline. Find somebody else in your company that you can run with. They don't have to be financially connected with you to run together. We're doing a virtual event Monday with a sideline. We have no financial connection, but we've decided to pair up and join forces and and put both of our energies into it. That's powerful. Find somebody that you connect with, that you like, that has your same style, and is ready to run. I love with
0: that. You. And and I and again, I think uh, this brings me to my last question. But you know, the companies always want product users, but if you're going to build a business, you want business builders. Which brings brings me to my yeah. last question. In your you know two you know almost two plus years of being a professional network marketer. Uh, what has been the best thing for you in finding new business-minded people to build the business with you? Well, you know
1: that you answer that question. <laughs> and, it's so, it's it's such, and
0: it's so funny. I did an interview before and it wasn't a loaded question because it's, it's, people have different answers. So, so can you say that one more time?
1: No, no. It's that question. I, Link, it's LinkedIn. LinkedIn. I mean, it, is, it is LinkedIn. Without, uh, there's no hesitation. It is 100% LinkedIn. First of all, my biggest business builders, I did not know. They were not my friends and family. They were not people in my network. They're not people on my Facebook. They're not people on my Instagram. Mm. They're not people at my coffee shop. They're not somebody I bumped into. They are people from LinkedIn. Mm. Because, uh, I, you know, and, and I talk to a lot of people. Here's the problem. Well, I don't want to say the problem with LinkedIn. Here's what I think happens to people when they start using LinkedIn. And I think you told me this, or you may have said this before. LinkedIn's like deep sea fishing. Okay. Facebook and warm market is kind of like fishing in a very small pond where you can see the fish and like aim at them. LinkedIn isn't like that. A lot of people, but I've gotten really good at talking to them quickly. So talk to five or six people a day that I meet on LinkedIn and they're 15 minute conversations unless it's something I want to continue. So I had a 45 minute conversation last week with a gentleman who I predict is going to be. I predict you're going to know his name. He is going to be absolutely amazing. I cannot wait to get him going. But so I will continue a conversation for, for an incredible yeah. human being. But for the most part, I get right to it. I don't beat around the bush. There's no like secret like way in. I'm like, this is network marketing. This is what that means. Are you interested in continuing the conversation? Okay, great. You are? Then let me tell you my story. I don't even tell you my story unless yeah. we get past that. So don't, if you have some weird, I don't want to convince you network marketing is good. If you're not open-minded, you're yeah. not my people. And I'm just totally okay with that. I don't want to waste my time on people who think network marketing is illegal. But, like, okay. Bye. Call me when (laughs) you're more desperate because you're obviously not – in pain enough to actually be open-minded to yeah, other n-
0: another way to look at it is that I heard recently is that Facebook and Instagram are like barbecues where people go to, to hang out, to catch up, to talk about like mm-hmm. school and kids and family and have a drink or two. And then LinkedIn is a global networking event. Every day you log on, there's something going on yes. to network. And, and and that's why people love it so much.
1: Uh, when you say to somebody on Facebook, would you like to get on a 15 minute discovery call? What, what are you, tra- what are you are like, trying tell me? Right. Wait, a, a phone call. Can you just text me a link on LinkedIn? When you say, would you like to get on the 15 minute every sure. call? They're like, yeah, morning yeah. or afternoon. Right. I, I, <laughs> I send messages Hello? to people.
0: They're like, yeah, would love to talk. Here's my number. Let me know when it's good for you. I'm like, I'm like, did that just really happen? And yeah, everyone's every like, day, oh my all Like, day. And when I work with people, they're like, oh my God, these people actually want to talk to you. And I'm like, I know because it's networking and it's, it's. Yeah.
1: And, and here's the thing, Scott, But people need to. You might get some good value out of those people. You might be able to give them something that for, and they may never enroll, but you are going to find people eventually. And in the beginning, terrible at LinkedIn calls, yeah. terrible, it's was, it was embarrassing to think about, but it, I had to be willing to at it, stuttering, nervous, saying stupid things, freaking people out. I had to get through those people. Like you, there's no other way you're going to get good at it. There's no other way you're getting good at this.
0: Yeah, you, you have to you have to fail forward. All right. So before we sign off, how can people find you on social media? And I know you have your own podcast where people can learn more about you and what you do. So if you could, how can my listeners find you on social media and how can they find your podcast?
1: Sure. So on social media, I'm Melissa Collins on Facebook and Instagram and LinkedIn um and i have a website where you can get directly a hold of me uh it's wwwawaken one number onenet
0: and then your podcast
1: well i don't really know how to direct you to that quite yet i can send you a okay. link okay yes yeah, send me um, send, send me a, a link, link and link actually, i can put it in the show like, notes everything. where people
0: can listen to some of the episodes
1: cool Well, then hopefully they'll listen to your episode.
0: Thank you. I appreciate that. But uh, above all else, I appreciate you. You know, I appreciate the friendship that we've developed over the last year and a half, almost two years now. And you're such a a servant leader that and what I love about you is that you're, you're no BS. But at the at the same time, you're no BS because you truly see the value of this opportunity and you you see the value that every person brings to the marketplace and and not even that, that people, just like you said, end up standing in their own ways. And, and you've created a system where you can literally set people up for success. And, and I think that's what a, a true leader does. And, and I just wanted to wish you just all the best, continued success, just grateful for your time, your energy, and, and what you've given to this episode. So thank you so much for being here today.
1: Thanks, Scott. I appreciate you too.
0: Oh, absolutely. So guys, again, thank you so much for joining me today. And again, just remember, you know, network marketing is not simple, but you can take and make simple steps each day to bring the success that you truly deserve. So everyone, please enjoy the rest of your day and I'll talk to you next time. Bye-bye, everybody. So again, thank you so much for checking out today's episode. And if you can go over to Apple Podcasts or iTunes and leave me a five-star rating, write a review, and share this with anyone that you feel could benefit from this, I would be so, so grateful. And again, if you would like to learn more about LinkedIn and how I can personally assist you in growing your network marketing business, head over to www.scottarran.net and schedule a free 15-minute coaching session with me today. Have a great day, and I'll see you guys next time.